Hey, I'm back again to record another episode for my podcast. And I know it has been a while since I recorded my last episode, but like I said before in previous recordings that I don't want to put out just any podcast. And I previously recorded a, a, a episode on this issue, but when I listened to it, I, I didn't like what I heard. Um, it didn't have that punch. It didn't hit the spot like I wanted it to, so I disregarded it. Because, you know, <clears throat> issues such as this, you need material. And at the time, I had enough material but I just didn't know how to articulate it I had to go through it a couple of times to to get a a deep understanding and the issue or the topic that I want to discuss is why we use you know I can say for the majority of my adult life, I could say from teenage up until now, I've used an aid. And one of the reasons why I need a substance, you know, to accommodate me or to assist me with my day-to-day living is because when you are born um, with a mind such as mine's, I'm constantly thinking. I'm constantly trying to process things. I'm, I'm, cause I'm, I'm constantly trying to change. And in order to change, you have to try to understand everything down to the lowest levels, to the deepest, the deepest depths of your mind. You have to um, be able to articulate it. And um. Because I want to understand why I I feel the need to be assisted by AIDS. You know, having a mind like mine's where I'm constantly thinking everything is on rotation and it, it goes around and around and it repeats itself. And, you know, that can drive a person insane. And sometimes I just want to get a rest from my mind because I'm always thinking. And I know that comes from um, teaching and learning how to protect yourself at a very long, uh, young age, you know, because your mind and your body are not um, on equal, on an equal playing um, field. Like your mind has to grow up real fast and your body is still of a child and so is your mind. So some of the things that you resorted to when you were a child, you can no longer use as an adult, but it would take you failing a couple of times before you realize that, look, I have to change. So now you got to change your whole way of thinking because you know it's wrong. The results that you may have gotten when you were a child are not the same results that you will get um, as a a grown-up. Or you might get the same results. But, you know, this is a different time in your life and, and you need to change because you're grown and the things that affected you as a youth don't affect you as a grown-up. 
So you have to change. And I was always constantly thinking of how to protect myself, how to think right, how to just do things, how to adapt to my environment, how to adapt to the, the, the age that I was and how to adapt to everything because you have to change everything. And I've always done it by myself. And, and you know, I, I was just thinking, you know, God is so strategic that, you know, he gave me this mind. He gave me this mind to be a great storyteller. So this is why I'm able to navigate you through my thinking process. So this is this is a thing that 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 um, I deal with. I like to drink, right? And I, as you people know, that I'm going through the waiting period. So with the waiting period, it's like God is supplying all my needs so right now I have to live by what he provides for me now trust me I've tried to go outside the box and I wasn't successful so what it taught me was to you know depend on what God has given me and right now he's saying um you can't shop you can't go out there and, and, and buy you expensive things like you used to. You only can buy the necessities. Now, I know my father is rich with many mansions, but there's a lesson in why he's allowing me to live in the financial bracket that I'm living in now. It's not because it's not that he can't give it to me. It's just that is there is a message, a lesson to learn. Because when I did have it and the money was free and flowing and everything else came with it, uh, I, I just, you know, picked out anything. I would just go into a store and say, I want that and buy it. No negotiation. Just, you know, get it. And... A lot of the stuff I bought, I didn't need, but I wanted it because it made me feel good to have it because I was addressing um, an emptiness inside of me. So I feel the need to shop. Now, that's not saying God is saying uh, you can't shop no more. He's saying this is what I want for you right now. So... One of the things that happens to me is like when I look at, you know, my bottle of liquor and I see that it's getting low, I start panicking because it's like, oh, my God, it's getting low. And then one day it soon it's going to be gone. And what, I, what am I going to do when when I don't have my alcohol? Like, how, how am I going to be able to deal with myself? Man. I've done that. I've been with myself and I'm okay until reality sinks in. And then I'm reminded of all the problems that I have. Now, you know, that is a tactic of the enemy because, you know, he will put thoughts in your head to make you depressed. And he's so crafty, strategic too. Because this is why he was kicked out of heaven. Because he thought that he could be just like God. 
and there is no competition so okay so anyway I get depressed because I'm reminded of of my reality and I can't rush rush God through this process I gotta just go through it so you know I don't like it like a trial is like it's it's almost like a chastising sometimes you have to be chastised when you're going through a trial because sometimes even through a trial we repeat the same mistakes over and over again and that's me I've always been hard-headed like some things I learn fast and those are the things that cause me the most pain and I don't like pain so I, I learn my lesson fast but if the consequences of my actions don't you know it causes a beating a chastisement from God and if it if it don't hurt that bad most likely you're repeated again so when I realize that I'm gonna have to be to myself is when I get the most resort resourceful because I don't want to be with myself for for so long you know I don't want to be inside my mind I don't want to keep thinking my thoughts I don't want to keep you know so uh I realize and I know that it's the enemy and then you know I start doubting God because I'm telling you throughout this trial he has been taking care of me the most important things that's you know necessities house over your head electricity food and and and, you know he knows I like my cable so and and, you know I get my, my my cell phone bill paid every month so these are the things that I need but when it comes down to alcohol and you know, I don't even get my nails done. I don't know when the last time I went into a nail salon and got my nails done because that's not important to me and I could live without it. So, I'm only living with the necessities. So, all those extracurricular uh, uh, activities and gifts and stuff that I, I usually shower myself with, I, 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 I can't do that. So, I'm just saying that I use A's because I cannot uh, accept my situation. Now, that's a double-edged sword because there's a good side to uh, not accepting, you know, the way things is going and you do what you got to do to change it but when 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 God is saying no and this is your season to learn and to go through this then there's nothing you can do you can't escape it when there's a calling on your life and when when you have a gift and um and God is trying to prune you p-r-u-n-e prune you you gotta go through it you can't rush it. I tried it. And all that does is bring on more trials because you cause more confusion. 
and then instead of you dealing with one issue because you couldn't wait for God you you dealing with two or three so now you gotta focus uh, on 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 all three of those issues that you created. And I, I'm tired of that. So now I just, you know, even though I go a little kicking and screaming, it ain't as much as I used to years ago when I, I didn't want to do this. You know, I was like, I'm not doing this. And I would, you know, use more aids because I, I really don't like where I'm at. And I'm not telling you this so you can say, okay, it's, it's all right for uh, for me to do this drink, smoke, or whatever you do while you're going through a trial and while you're serving God because I I, I, I am a true Christian. I, I believe in God. I trust him, in, trust in him with all my heart and I try not to lean not to my own understanding and I try to acknowledge him in all my ways so that he can direct my path. You know, so don't get it twisted. In my mind, I'm just saying, God, you understand. And and I do want him to take these these desires away from me. Because I want to one day don't need nothing. Only if I want to. Not even that, because if I want to, it would be all the time. So I'm asking God to take that desire for AIDS just to go through the day. Because, I mean, remember, and, and I'm not saying this so you could feel sorry for me, but my hurt was severe. My abuse was severe. It would have killed the average child, but I survived. And if you out there who went through something just as bad as I did, I understand the world just needs to understand why it's so hard for you to recover and why it's so hard for you to just give up alcohol and any other drugs. You still have to medicate that pain, but you need to understand why you need to medicate that pain. And that's the reason why I do these podcasts is not to, to uh, give you a reason or or for you to uh, sympathize or, you know, to give people like me a reason to continue to use substances. I'm just doing it so that you can understand why. And maybe if you understood, you will have a better chance of recovering. I, I just, I just want y'all to understand that, um, when you have been severely hurt, which is no excuse, but it's a reason. Because my abuse happened over 50 years ago. Probably even more, like maybe 52 or 53 years ago. Or maybe 54. And I'm still struggling with it to this day. This is why they say the first three years of a, of, of a person's life is the most important. And in those three years of my life, they were the most horrible, horrific years that I've ever 
could remember. I mean, of course, the years after it were, were bad, but when I was going through that abuse, I was running from my life, scared, didn't know how to defend myself, didn't have nobody to turn to. So that turned my my young mind into uh, the, all the alarms went off, that this isn't right, and I don't like it, and I have to get away even if it's under the bed or in a closet or any hiding place that I could fit and find. And my mind, that that little me, protected me all these years. That little girl that was scared out of her wits, that had to to, to take on an adult uh, uh exercise or adult position at probably three or four years old thinking for herself how to survive and and run from a, a monster that I was supposed to depend on. That mind right there is what helped me survive. That little girl's mind right there is what helped me cope. That little girl's mind right there is what kept me alive. So, that little girl right there needs to understand that it's time to grow up. Which I have in slow paces. Because I was lucky to escape in my right mind. I was lucky to, un, you know, you know, be do all the abuse and the drugs that I did. I still have a good mind. I still have a good brain. I know that my cognitive part of my brain it was a little messed up, and still to this day, because emotions follow you all throughout your life and it's up to you to regulate your emotions because you cannot be led by emotions when you are a grown person so all I'm saying is that I'm going to get to the point where I won't need nothing it just ain't right now and I'm trying to work on it so I, you know, I will continue to make my delicious drinks, you know, and you and enjoy it. You know, I'm not laying on nobody's curb or nothing, and I'm not even rationalizing it. I'm not even excusing it. But like I said, I'm just explaining to you why we use, or I'm giving you an understanding of why you use. Thank you for being with me throughout this whole recording because you didn't have to stick around, but I'm glad you did. And I hope the next time that um, I do a recording, you will come back. Just keep checking because I'm going to keep trying to put out some good material that I think is going to help you. See you on the next one. Thank you and goodbye.